Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. We are we are getting down to the last few shows of 2023. Uh, I think I said this in the last um, show that we did. I can't believe that it's already the end of the year. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. This is Penny Sansevieri with my ever-awesome co-host, Amy Cornell. And I do have a book cover update. If you've been following the saga of my book cover, we did it actually an entire show on it um, a couple of weeks ago. I have an update, so we will share that with you at the end of the podcast. But Amy, um, I love the idea. I love these end of year ideas that we have rolled out. And we really spent a lot of time kind of brainstorming these themes. I know it's really fun because it's also tricky. Like what is everybody capable of at the end of the year? <laughs> like right. where, where's your mind? What, I mean, cause there are some things that as authors, you know, being in business as an author that, that you really need to do it. I really think at least are better to focus at at different times of the year. And so we really try to be strategic with, okay, what's appropriate to talk about at the end of the year, you know? Um, so believe it or not, everybody, we, we do, try to plan these out strategically. <laughs> I know. Sometimes- Aside from the Amazon updates, they we don't control <laughs> Amazon, but everything else we really do try to balance when would be a good time to chat about it, depending on the time of year and, the yeah, and things like that. Yeah. And I know that sometimes it feels like we're just kind of off the cuff, which many times, let's face it, we are. We We used to really, if you've been listening for a while, so in February of next year is going to be start our fourth year, which I can't believe it. But if you've been listening to this for a while, you know, you probably noticed that we're a lot less scripted than we used to be. I think we've really gotten the vibe of the show and we've gotten a better sense of um, doing the show together, which even though we've worked together for a long time, doing a show is a very different thing. So we hope that you have noticed. We certainly get a lot of feedback and we always check our reviews. So wherever you listen to podcasts, we would love a, we would love a review. Um, so I am, so today we are talking about prepping for 2024. And I think that it's not such a heavy topic where you're like, oh my gosh, it's the holidays, Penny. I don't really want to think about that stuff. It's not, so much that as it is, let's help you to create a roadmap that can kind of guide you through the new year so that you're not showing up on January 2nd or 3rd, depending on when you come back to, when you decide to, you know, to come back to reality, which it takes all of us a long time and think, what am I going to do now? So Amy, do you want to kind of kick this off in terms of just, we're really just going to run down a list of things that you could prep for and plan for and get those. We have a free marketing planner that you can download. So this will help you to sort of fill out that planner a little bit and get some things on the schedule so that you aren't waking up wondering, okay, what am I going to do now to promote my book? Right, exactly. Yeah, we'll for sure put the link to the planner. I think that's definitely been one of our most popular yeah. freebie downloads that we've ever come up with. Yeah. And it is designed with prompts and everything like that for those of you that maybe not be not may not gravitate toward planners because I will admit I am I am not one of those people. But so we've I've very intentionally we've kind of structured our planner to really call out like what you put here 
what ideas go here. So it's a really, it, it's pretty intuitive. It's not just, you're not just printing out a piece of paper that says, put all your fun ideas here. Like we really try to walk you through it to make it easier. So get that if you haven't yet. Yeah, for sure. absolutely. And I mean, I think a lot of what makes, what I like about talking about prepping is that there really is so much that you can do in advance that, you know, once you check them off your list, it's amazing how much more robust your marketing plan looks Yeah, versus working last minute. So, I mean, one of the things that you can absolutely figure out in advance that aren't going to change, it really doesn't matter what's going on with your book. It honestly, it doesn't even matter what's going on with new releases or anything like that. But for your current books, plan out dates that you can do some discount ebook promotions because those can happen. They're not super expensive. Yeah, um, There are some paid ones that are worth it, but there's a bunch of, depending on what your discount is, there are also a bunch of great newsletters that are very legit that you can put your book in for free. So use the free ones, use some of the pay ones. Um, and then set those up and then you have those dates and on most of these sites, you can set them up months and months and months in advance. So it's not just figure out the dates and write it down somewhere and then remember to have to do it later. Most of these platforms, you can actually go ahead and buy the promotion slots in advance. And then you really just have to keep track of when you need to discount your book. So you really can get a lot of it done in advance. At a time, I yeah. love. One of the things that we talk about a lot and that I talk about when I teach classes is if you have more than two books, I mean, you could conceivably even do this with two books, but once you start getting over that magic two number, you want to rotate your books in and out of promotion. And we talk, Amy and Amy talks about this. I talk about this, like I said, in classes, we've probably done a show on it, I'm sure, so this is an opportunity for you to look at, okay, so which book am I going to promote? You know, what kind of a pricing discount am I going to do? And as Amy said, go in and buy those ebook promotions ahead of time and take a look at, because if you want to promote your backlist, if you have, and it doesn't necessarily, as I said, have to be an extensive backlist. If you want to promote your backlist, ebook promos, and we're going to talk a little bit about some other stuff, is a great way to do that. You buy them ahead of time, you plan them out throughout the year, and boom, you're good to go. And you don't have to, it's a little bit kind of set it and forget it. You don't really have to think about it until you're on top of the promo. Then obviously you want to share it on social media, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. And then do you want to handle the next one, Penny? I feel like I've yammered at them about ebook promos a lot already. Well, I'm going to let you, cause we're going to, I know <laughs> okay. we're going to talk about Goodreads giveaways, but I yep. want to talk about, cause we're going to put these links in, mm-hmm. the, we're going to put these links in the show notes. And by the way, I just want to stop everybody here and mention that we are also doing a show creating a clean slate for 2024. That may not be the exact title. I'm hoping that it's going to hit before this show hits on our podcast feed such that that show will hopefully help to kind of, all right, so what do you want to get rid of? What do you want to keep? And then this show is, all right, so now we know we've cleaned the slate and now we have a clean, and now we can kind of work from here and start to prep for 2024. So if you just, if this just popped into your feed and you missed that one, definitely go back and listen to it because I think it'll help you. It'll help to kind of wind the show up a little bit better. But the, the other piece of it too, that we love are, um, 
holidays, using holidays to promote your book. And this can be anything from national, you know, peanut butter and jelly day to national dog lovers day or wine day, or, you know, sometimes the holidays are, it's not just, you know, like nurse appreciation month or something like that. Although that's also important. It can be something that's a little bit um, off the beaten path for lack of a better term. And it's a great way to get some additional promotion for your book. So for example, if you have, let's say you have a fiction book, you know, that has a dog in it, right? And, or the 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 protagonist is a dog walker, any something like that. You know, national bring your dog to work day or love your dog day or something like that. And actually the other piece of it though too is, is sometimes you can anchor to, things that other companies are doing around any particular topic. So for example, Subaru does this whole, I think I want to say it's national dog, it's dog week or something where they do lots of donations. And this is a pretty big thing. So you see it. I mean, I have a Subaru, but even before then you saw this all, you know, you'd see this all over the place where they advertise it. So there are, so think about the things that you can kind of anchor to, and we're going to have two links in the show notes. One is for national days for book lovers. The other ones are just (laughs) some fun offbeat holidays. And we've had, so we had an author who had a book on getting organized and we promoted it during fire prevention week. And the anchor was how to get organized without resorting to arson, right? Because it's easy to walk into your office and just go, oh, I'm just done with all this. Um, And she actually got a lot of play for that. So there are, I know we're getting into the holiday season and it's very popular time to promote and anchor your book to these things, but there are a lot of other offbeat holidays that you may want to um, use to promote your book, whether you're doing an ebook giveaway or doing media promotion or social media, whatever it is. And you can plan those out far in advance, right? Yeah. And I think the added benefit to this is that you also, we hear it all the time. I think it gets really hard because a lot of times authors feel like they're saying the same things over and over again. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, how many times can I talk about my book in one month? You know, and, and, and I get it. It's, it's hard. You feel like you're repeating yourself. You feel like you're making a pest of yourself. So using these kind of fun, silly, creative, even meaningful and thoughtful holidays and observances is a really great way to kind of get out of that mindset of I talk about my book too much because you are connecting it to something that's going on currently. And it's probably got a hashtag on Instagram and all those things too. So capitalize on what's already going on out there as a way to talk about yourself more because we get it. It gets hard. It does get hard with new ways to say the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it does get hard. And when I talk, when I coach authors, a lot of times like they'll get hung up on their newsletter. And this is another thing that you can be prepping for 2024 too, right? Prep your newsletter because so many times authors sit there like, okay, I know I need to send a newsletter. I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, Prepping in advance, tying it to a particular holiday, making it fun and informative will hopefully prompt you to send out more newsletters because it's a great way to communicate directly with your reader, but also inspire you to plan some of these ahead. Because much like buying up the ebook promos that Amy mentioned earlier, 
you can plan you if you have a new especially if you have a newsletter service you can go in there and start planning these newsletters out and even just plan the days of the release day that they're going to go and boom so planning as much ahead of time gives you a little bit more uh mental bandwidth i think to do some other fun and creative stuff because we all know stuff comes up that you think oh i want to try that that's a really good point penny we don't talk about that enough. But yes, if you use, especially if you use a newsletter service where you can go in and get that draft going for months in advance and plug things into your newsletter as you confirm things for your marketing plan, you know? So once you do book a discount and you know, okay, I'm going to be doing a discount promotion this month, I should mention in my newsletter. And if you're thinking like, well, people that get my newsletter probably already read the book, but that's when you ask them to share it with a friend. You know, did you enjoy my book? Please let them know that my book is discounted for these days. Forward them this email. I'll be posting about it on social media. So look for that and tag them. I really appreciate your support. You know, so you really have to think about all the different ways that you can utilize you know, the same promotion. But I love that idea of getting those drafts going of future newsletters and plugging in other promotions that you book and plan for in advance. So you're making the most of those in your newsletter as well. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what what else? What's next that Let's folks can plan for? Yeah. I mean, I think you can also book Goodreads giveaways in advance. Yep. I love Goodreads giveaways because they get a lot of participation participants. And, you know, I'm just going to, the PSA for this is kind of like with everything else, honestly, in book marketing, you know, do a Goodreads giveaway to get your book in front of new people, you know, to make people aware of it, to remind people that you're there. Yes, you're going to get it in some hands, but don't, you know, that's kind of like the treacherous path that you go, you can potentially get on with any sort of book marketing. Don't do a Goodreads giveaway thinking I'm going to give away five books and I'm going to get five reviews from there. And that, you know what I mean? Like, don't put such stringent parameters on it. Just remember how much exposure you're getting to really avid book fans. I mean, people that use Goodreads are hardcore readers. Yeah. You know, so they are the, you know, most dedicated of genre fans, things like that. So it just really is a great way to get in front of people. I will say our, you know, when we do giveaways for clients, we are averaging anywhere from 1500 up to more than 4,000 participants, like vying for copies of the books, depending on the, you know, the subject and the topic and the genre and things like that. So, I mean, there, that's a lot of people that are on that site, using that site, looking for new books, looking to find new authors. Um, they're not Goodreads, you know, giveaways. They they do cost, but I I would say most of you could probably realistically budget for one once a quarter or at least a couple times a year. So plan those out. And, you know, that's another great, great piece to mention in your newsletter. You know, once you book your Goodreads giveaway, make sure people know about it. And again, ask them to share with their friends, ask them to share it uh, once they see your post on social, things like that. Use that newsletter to remind people how they can help support you as well when you're running promotions. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. I think that also, and and we are, I know we're going to talk about this in, or we have talked about this. We're recording these shows a little bit out of order, but uh, under the clean slate topic, kind of clearing the decks for 2024. But it's worth mentioning here that 
this is a really good opportunity, especially as you're planning out, to plan out your social media so that you're not always spinning your wheels mm-hmm. about, you know, and like when you have these, the the Goodreads giveaway dates, when you have the ebook promo dates, when you have, you know, the dates that you're maybe going to anchor a pitch to or something like that, or you're going to do some kind of fun, lo- maybe even just a fun local event. It's a, that's a really good opportunity to start calendaring what you're going to put out on social and then, you know, schedule it. Because a lot of us, I mean, I, I know that the holidays are a very busy time, but there's a pocket of time that that is really, you know, where people you have a lot of downtime. They're home, they're taking, you know, time off from work, et cetera. And start exploring things like um, Canva Pro and creating images and just create a bank of images. In fact, this is another thing that you can do, not necessarily, I mean, sort of related to uh planning out your all of your promotion that you're going to do but during downtime is a really good opportunity to just bank a bunch of social media images right put them into canva and pick them as you need them and a good way to really kind of get your arms around the concept of banking images is to focus on your branding. So what your branding looks like. And as I said, I know I alluded to the fact that we have probably already covered, you know, what your branding looks like, does it need to be fixed, et cetera, but in the prior show, but focusing on getting those images done and banked is a really, really good use of some of your downtime. Because again, that saves you from having to do it um, the follow, you know, in the new year when things start to get really busy again. Yeah. Social media gets not fun really quickly. Very much so. When you're doing it last minute. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I mean, let's face it, like, and, you know, I, I am so guilty of this, right. Is that, um, so I don't, I mean, technically we're always promoting my books in a way, but I don't currently have an actual new, new release, although I will very soon. And we'll talk about that before we wrap up the show. But, um, you know, generally speaking, if you're in between releases, right? So you've got um, nothing, you know, not, maybe maybe nothing came out in 2023. And maybe your next book doesn't come out until August 2024 or something like that. You have a lot of downtime or it's like perceived downtime in between your books. and it's not a good idea to go dark, right? It's not a good idea to to just kind of, because your readers will forget who you are very quickly, unfortunately, as beloved as you are as an author. So Mm -hmm. planning out some of this stuff and like I said, figuring out what you're gonna anchor your topic to is it's good to do that in advance because as I said, I'm the, like, I'm the worst. Like sometimes I'll, you know, Amy and I are on this string of women and somebody will pop up and go, oh, today is national such and such day. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I, like, I, I didn't even know, like I could have, and this is how I, a lot of times I land on, you know, these particular holidays. I don't necessarily have something that I could anchor to like national wine day or chocolate day, but for somebody who does, it's a really, really good opportunity to get because there's a lot of out there. And then even though I realize the media is very noisy and busy, I will tell you that many times they are looking for 
feel-good stories. And in particular, look, look if you're inspired before the end of the year, if you listen to this, you're just like, I am just gung-ho. Now is a really good time to also take a look at some of your local media and figure out, does, you know, it, it, do you have something that is a feel-good story on a local level that they could gravitate to? So that's where getting in that planning mindset will also really, really help you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, think of all the things we've mentioned so far, like ebook promos, planning out some holidays you can tie into, setting up your Goodreads giveaways, setting up some images for social media so you have those to tap into. I mean, like Penny, that is probably a solid three or four hours of <laughs> marketing in general that you can just cross off the list right away at the beginning of the year. And it's like yeah. that adds up so quickly. Yeah, it adds up so quickly. And you'll notice that we did not say we want you to learn XYZ new social media platform. It's not about that. It's really about using what you have, using the existing tools that you have and your existing knowledge to prep for the new year. Because I can almost guarantee you 2024, we'll see yet another, you know, some some new social media platform will pop up and... Mm -hmm you know, become like all the rage and every, everybody will like run to that, like ants to a picnic, but in order to prep properly for the new year and not to overwhelm yourself, focus on what you have, what you're, you know, what you've got, um, focus what you have to work with as opposed to, oh my gosh, I have to learn these 17 new skills before January 1st, because I've done that where I've like, I'm going to take, and I, you know, I love taking classes as Amy knows, like, I'm just like, I'm going to take all these classes. I'm going to learn all this stuff. And then, you know, I said, sometimes I set the bar a little bit too high, I know, but, um, using what you have and download our planner to get and get a sense, you know, to sort of plot this out. I'm telling you, you will be so glad that you did. Um, Amy, did we cover everything? So we discounted promotions, Goodreads. Did we cover everything on our list? Yeah, I mean, I would say this is kind of one of those, this gets a little more vague, but I mean, it, it's not something you can really plan ahead per se, but you could plan ahead to keep yourself accountable. <laughs> so using sites like Goodreads to participate in groups, I mean, this should could certainly go on your monthly book marketing planner again as an accountability, you know? So even if it's every other month that you log into Goodreads and see what's going on in some of the groups that you're signed up for and participate, add something valuable because, you know, other readers, they will notice that and they'll kick through and they'll see that you have a book. I mean, it's really great organic networking, but I think also just keeping up with your platform in general, Penny, is something that's worth planning out so you don't forget about it. So even, you know, if you're not already signed up for BookBub, you know, get an author profile, but assuming you are, make sure you're getting on there a few times a year and adding new recommendations, you know, add new books to your shelf. Just kind of use these platforms because if you show up as an author, that means so much more to readers. You know, if you're actively participating in being a reader, so add, you know, get that off of your plate in terms of not scrambling to remember to do all the things and add keeping up with different elements of your platform to your planner as well. So when you pull it up like, oh, okay, next month, I'm going to get onto Goodreads for a little bit. And I think even just having that 
um, written out for you makes it so much less chaotic than the opposite end of the spectrum where you're going, what all did I forget to do this month to market my book? You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. I love that we did this show. I, I, I hope that this has been helpful. As ever, we welcome feedback, show ideas, and reviews. And I just want to end this by saying that the cover drama that Amy and I talked about has been resolved. And I'll tell you really briefly, I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I actually went back to the designer and I said, okay, this is it. I'm done. Um, I can't do this anymore. Let's just end this. Give me my money back. And the designer said, let me get, let me have one more chance. And I said, okay. And the designer came back with this three really good ideas. One of them that was actually quite brilliant. I'm I'm very, very, very excited. And I think that, so we have settled on the cover. I can't tell you how thrilled I am because as all of you know, as you're working on your covers, you can't get it quite right. I mean, it's like, sometimes it can be such an odyssey. Um, And the lesson for me here personally was, you really have to stick to your, you have to stick to what you believe in. You have to stick to, this is not right. It was very easy for me. And if you've listened to the show, you know, Amy and I were going back and forth on this yellow cover. It would have been very, very easy for me at that point just to say, oh, fine, I'll just take this stupid yellow cover. Only because I was so tired of the process at that point, because the process gets to be, you know, exhausting, right? Um. But I'm glad that I didn't. And I'm glad that I had enough people. Somebody actually, two people said that it looked like a box of Arm and Hammer. Um, so it was so awesome. I was glad that and it, <laughs> it, in the moment, I was just like, oh my gosh, you're wrong. It doesn't look like Arm and Hammer. But I'm really glad. I'm so fortunate that I have so many people in my life who are willing to tell me, no, this is not okay, this doesn't look right because the end result is really fantastic. And so it ended well. I stayed with the same designer. I would probably work with the designer again. Um, And I think that it was just a matter of saying, look, this is not working. And the designer actually admitted it. It was just like, no, you're right. These suck. I'm like, A, why did you send them to me? But B, thank you for not being, you know, not being like, no, I love all my work. So I think it's important to also work with somebody who can look candidly at their own stuff and be like, yeah, you know what? This really isn't right for this market. I don't know what I was thinking. Sometimes we get off on this creative path and we're just like, this is awesome. And then in reality, it doesn't really work for the market. So all's well that ends well. The cover is done. The book will release in January. Um, I wanted it to release this year. I was bummed that it didn't release this year. But anyway, there you have it. Sometimes, Sometimes you have to wait to make things right. And that is potentially one of the biggest lessons in book marketing. We should do a whole show on that, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. And um, I know we have a few more shows coming up for um, towards the end of the year, but we hope that you are having a great season. Take some time for yourself and take some time to prep for 2024. We'll see you next time. 